Hello, and welcome to the latest edition of Lipidema Toolbox. I'm your host, Jane. Hope everybody had a lovely weekend. It is Monday morning, and um, I wanted to talk to you all today about uh, self-care, which is super, super important. Um, And I think in our uh, Lipidema journey, this often gets pushed to the side. At least for me, it certainly is. Um, I spend a lot of my time, you know, with my, I hate to use the word battle, but sometimes it does feel like a battle with lipedema. I really kind of want to speak more positive words into the universe about my relationship with lipedema. Um, and so, you know, sometimes it can, it can be, a, a positive relationship, believe it or not. Um, oftentimes it is a, uh, tenuous and difficult relationship. So let's just say your relationship with lipedema because that encapsulates everything. So instead of a battle, our relationship, sometimes our relationship with lipedema can focus on the difficult things, right? Um, and the things that we, we have to do. So we, you know, we have to be mindful of, of what we feed our body, um, because the foods, uh, that we eat can cause inflammation. It can cause other issues with our, with, you know, internally, physically, um, even, even, um, emotionally, all these things. Uh, and then also with the fitness portion of it, like all these things can, can be hard to do and then to keep doing on a daily basis. And then if you, you know, take a break, um, I don't know about you, but sometimes I notice when I take a break, it, I end up taking like two steps back sort of thing. I, I don't always feel that I can, I can take a break from, from the things that I'm doing. And, and it can be, it can be hard, harder to get back, you know, into the swing of things. Um, so, you know, self-care then becomes one of these things that because you just don't have the energy anymore, you know, you've kind of given what you need to give to other people and then to managing your lipedema. That's the thing that goes out the window. And honestly, that's the thing that we really need to keep in the forefront because, um, if we, we can't, if we don't take care of what our body needs, you know, emotionally and, um, mentally, you know, as well as physically, you know, these self-care things, then it can set us up for, you know, to have a really bad day, which turns into a really bad week, which turns into a really bad month, which turns into a really bad year. It just, it compounds, right? Um, it's like this, this little rolling ball that just rolls down, you know, and collects, um, it snowballs, right? It collects more and more and more. It just gets bigger and bigger. Um, so that said, how do you get started in a self-care routine? What is self-care? So self-care are going to be those items that you do that are going to be helpful, uh, for your, your, your body physically, mentally, emotionally, um, and you know, little things in terms of, you know, taking time out to care for your skin, uh, taking time out to develop your mind. So go, you know, reading, um, books that are going to help you, you know, broaden your horizons, um, have you learned something new or even just to escape 
for a little bit, right? Books are a great way of, of doing that. Um, exercising is a form of self-care. Eating nutritiously and preparing your meals is a form of self-care. Sleeping, getting good quality sleep, believe it or not, is a form of self-care. There are a lot of things that qualify as, as self-care that we may not be aware of. Um, so once you start looking into what it is that you'd like to do, how do you then incorporate that into your daily routine, right? So I read a book a couple years ago called The Miracle Morning. It's by an author. His name is Hal Elrod. It's spelled H-A-L, his last name E-L-R-O-D. And it's a book that he uh, wrote after he had a horrible, horrible, horrible accident, car accident as a young man. Um, It was in the hospital for a very long time, and the doctors uh, did not give him much hope for a good quality of life like he was really very injured he had a huge huge uh obstacles in front of him um and the doctors honestly didn't think that he was going to lead much of a quality of life um but being very young uh, he decided that no this he was not going to let what the doctors said about it you know his his chances be what um what uh, he, what his life would be about, right? He was very determined that he was going to do everything that he could to to go back to the life that he that he knew that he was comfortable with, one that where he was fully mobile and energetic and you know positive and hopeful. And so, what he did was he started reading all of these books by all of these thought leaders that talked about how to be positive and and how you know different things that they did habits that they started to increase their productivity and to start their day off on the right foot and you know to make themselves emotionally and mentally stronger and physically stronger he would he read all of these personal development books and then he synthesized these books down into six things, six steps that um, if you did them every single day, and for him, if you did them in the morning, first thing when you first woke up, then you're, you would just be so um, productive, right? Your, producti- your productivity would go through the roof. You would set yourself off for success. And, you know, you would find that you were stepping into your day with intention and positivity. And, you know, this would be, you know, you would be an additional ray of light into the world. He called this his miracle morning routine. And his miracle morning routine is built on six steps. Um, and he uses the uh, acronym SAVERS. And the SAVERS stand for uh, the six steps that you do. So the first step in the savers is an S um, and S stands for silence. So silence would be meditation. Um, it could be deep breathing. The A stands for affirmation. So things that you speak out to the universe about yourself. Um, v would be for visualization. So how you uh, envision your ideal self, your highest self to be, or your, your best life, your ideal life. E would be for exercise, so any sort of movement that you you would do. R is for reading, so you would set aside some time to do some reading, whether it's uh, from a develop self development book, or a book that you're you know topic that you're interested in, or the Bible, you know just 
setting aside some time for yourself to read is important. And the final saver is um, S, and that stands for scribing, basically just journaling. But um, Hal would say that he couldn't find an acronym that made sense using the J, so he used an S for scribing. So that's what savers are. And so his thought is, um, or what he proposes in the book, is that you take you wake up an hour earlier in your day, right? So if you normally get up at six to wake up at at five and you spend 10 minutes doing these six things and in those 10 minutes, you know, or in that hour, you have done all these things to set yourself up for a very positive, a positive day. Now, when I first tried this, I just thought to myself, like, first of all, I'm not a morning person. I I, I, I cling to my bed. I have a love affair with my bed, my pillows especially, um, and it's nice and warm. And to get up in the morning is is difficult for me. And I work, I go very slowly. And like you know, oftentimes I was finding that when I was doing my silence meditation, which meditation is hard for me, I would start to fall back asleep. And and so I thought to myself, like, is this really like helpful to me? Like I'm just basically moving to another part of my home to fall asleep. Uh, um, and it took some while to get of getting used to it. And, um, like I said, mornings for me, I go very, very slowly. So I felt like I wasn't because I was moving so slow. I wasn't getting what I needed to get done in that 60 minutes worth of time. Um, and so still my mornings felt very rushed and I didn't feel like also, as I started doing some, some of the things I wanted to spend more time with it. And what I was noticing again was that again, I was running out of my one hour time frame. Um, and so I ended up realizing that I was getting into a morning routine, which was great for me, right? Even though like for years I rallied against having any sort of like strict regimen, right? I just felt like I don't need to be so strict. I want to be like a, you know, free bird, uh, you know, free spirit. And, and what I'm realizing is that having some sort of boundaries with my time, having some sort of like structure is good. It actually helps me to focus what I'm doing in the day and, and I'm learning to embrace structure more. And so having this morning routine gave me that structure that I needed in the morning. But in the evening, my evenings were so chaotic. And for me, slowing down my mind so that I can have a relaxing evening and a relaxing and restful sleep, I, I wasn't, I didn't have that. And so I didn't get the quality sleep. And therefore, the lack of quality of sleep meant that my mornings were more difficult as well. So what really, you know, if, if, if I have a great evening in terms of, you know, I'm, I'm intent have intention behind how I have my evening planned, then I find that my sleep is better. And if my sleep is better, then my morning is better. Consequently, then my morning goes well, then my day goes well, it carries through, right? So one action carries through to the next. So what I decided to do was that I was going to break up my miracle morning into my miracle morning and nighttime routine. And I've actually found that this works really well. And I would encourage you all, if you've not read Hal Elrod's book, uh, to read it. It's a great read. He goes into, you know, different philosophies of why, you know, uh, these things are important to us, the motivation behind them. Uh, you know, it's, it's really a great, great book. Um, and he is just so inspirational 
on top of all of that. Um, so my miracle day <laughs> morning routine, when I wake up in the morning, um, again, because I know that I'm not a, you know, a morning person and I find it so hard just to get out of that bed. I do. First thing I do is I get up and I walk straight into my bedroom, or excuse me, straight into my bathroom and I start dry brushing. And honestly, the action of dry brushing wakes me right up. Um, I don't know if you all dry brush, but it just, I just feel tingly all over and like wide awake. And honestly, going back to bed after dry brushing is an impossibility for me. So that's like the first thing that I do. I wake up, I dry brush, um, and I'll have, uh, you know, I'll also brush my teeth. I make sure that I brush my teeth before I drink anything. Um, just the idea behind that is, is I don't want to be drinking, you know, at nighttime you, you build germs, all these things build up. I don't want that going back into my system. I want to get out and have a clean mouth and, um, a minty, freshy feeling when I, when I drink anything. So I dry brush first and then I, and then I have, um, a drink of, of some, of, uh, I'm, I'm, I love cold water. So cold water in the morning, people say warm water, sometimes with lemon, I just have straight cold water. That's how it helps me get going. So the first thing I do is I, um, I dry brush. And then, so, uh, you know, that's just to, again, just to wake up. Um, I will do my, um, affirmations immediately afterwards. And so the affirmations that I do, um, were very, it was really hard for me to get started at first, actually, because it just felt kind of like very, um, you know, woo woo, uh, sort of like thing. Like I'm speaking these things out into the universe. Like I don't get it. I don't understand it. And so, you know, I would kind of go through Pinterest. I love Pinterest. So I'd go through Pinterest and I would like find things that spoke to me, right? Uh, you know, like I am powerful. I am this, I am that. Like I would really try to speak this out. Um, and then I started writing my own. I would have a journal of just affirmations, things that I wanted to focus on that I really wanted to, uh, bring to the universe. I really believe that the universe has ears. So what we speak to it, it will bring back to us. Um, so if we're speaking negatively about a situation and especially about ourselves, like I, you know, it just, it, it just, um, accumulates and, and I certainly don't want any of that. So I, I write stuff out and then I, I repeat it out loud. Um, and, um, I don't know if you all know of the, uh, model Ashley Graham, but I just think she is wonderful. She is, um, you know, for the longest time she was called a plus size model and she would tell, you know, be very upset with the term of plus size. She believes, uh, she's a, she's a pot, a body positive, uh, spokesperson and she believes that all bodies are beautiful. There is no plus there would, you know, if you're a plus size, it must be, there's a negative size. And, you know, she believes, you know, it doesn't matter what size you are, you're beautiful. Um, and it, you know, it took her a while to get to that to that point. Um, but every day she begins with her affirmations of literally looking herself in the mirror and her three affirmations are, I am beautiful. I am brilliant. I am bold. And she also said that, you know, when she's looking herself in the mirror, if she's see feeling, you know, that she's having, um, you know, a moment, like let's say her lower belly feels a little bit bigger than it is. She will talk, you know, words of care, 
to, you know, while looking in the mirror to that particular spot. So she'll say like, you know, I love you, tummy. You look beautiful today. Or, you know, oh, I love you two hips or whatever it is. She's speaking positive words of encouragement and love about her body. Um, and I thought that that was just brilliant, you know, and I don't think that we do this enough. In fact, I feel like we tend to pick apart our bodies uh, just in general, I think as women, we tend to do this, but especially having lipedema, there are parts of our bodies that we will speak negatively about. I know for years and years and years, I spoke negatively about my legs and I hid them, hid them from like sight, you know, even my family, like I wouldn't wear shorts, like all these things. And, um, it's been a journey to get to the point where I am more comfortable in my own skin and I want to continue to be comfortable in that skin. And I want other people to know that I'm comfortable, right? Like I'm not going to hide it anymore. And, and being, you know, having these affirmations and honestly doing them in a mirror. So I'm looking at myself, right? So I'm becoming more accepting, more loving towards my body. These things are very helpful, um, and so I, you know, that's the, one of the first things that I do in the morning, because again, I want my, I want my body to, to be a, a very positive space, you know, and, and this is one of the ways that I do it. And I start my day off doing that. So my affirmations are definitely, you know, the next thing that I do. So I do the affirmations and then, um, you know, I, try to get a little bit of movement in the morning done, right? In terms of exercise. But honestly, I I like to exercise in the evening time because I just feel that I'm more awake, but I do want to get my blood rushing. And so I do give myself a couple of minutes to, to do a little bit of something. So, you know, I will have my rebounder out. I will get on that and I will do about five minutes. It's not really a lot, but it's just something to get again, my, my body going, the blood circulating and, and get that moving. And I'll put on some fun music. I don't really do any sort of like specific specific routine. I just get on there and I dance, you know, I move my body, I jump up and down. Sometimes I will, you know, do like a jog on there. Um, you know, again, it's just getting my body moving, getting my lymphatic system going. Um, and so I, I will do that. Um, and then when I'm done with that, I'll get on my vibration plate, um, and, and, and get that going again, you know, Um, Sometimes I'll do the vibration plate before I get on my rebounder. It's just depending on how I'm feeling, you know, but I I do try to do both of them in the morning. Um, And then once I'm done with with doing uh, my exercise, the last thing that I will do as part of my as part of my savers. So I've done the affirmations. I've done the exercise um, is that I, you know, I get in the shower, I get ready, I, I, you know, I need to get ready for my day and I'll actually do the silence, um, in the shower. Cause I, you know, again, if, if I close my eyes, I will, I feel like I'm probably going to fall back asleep. Um, but so if I'm in the shower, I have that dedicated time to just kind of sit and especially with the, with the hot water, I really love, it just kind of gets me, you know, um, centered. And I honestly, I use that time, um, to think about my day, right. And to, to use 
set in some intentions of of how I want the rest of my day to go, you know. So um, if I'm feeling a certain way um, as I'm going through my routine in the morning, I try to recenter myself in the shower. And it is a time that is going to be very quiet for me. And um, just, you know, again, a time for me to just really just kind of focus on myself right that shower is just time for me and so instead of just having it be a very sort of you know uh routine thing where I just kind of wash my hair shave you know get myself together I do spend some time in there just 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 standing in that nice hot water steam and just setting my intentions and just being quiet and just really you know uh feeling good about about my day right about how I'm gonna have the rest of my day um and then I always end my shower um in in cold water right and the reason why I do that is because it helps to also get the lymphatic system moving so I read somewhere where if you go from hot to cold water it basically gets your you know it, it becomes kind of like a pump for your lymphatic system um and uh you know, I don't know why that science works. I just know that when I do it, I feel wide awake. Um, and it's again, rejuvenated and a great way to get my morning going. So I do those three things. Um, it usually doesn't take me an hour to do unless I'm moving like really slowly and, you know, then I get into other things, but, um, typically, you know, and I have a dog, so he, he, even though he runs a little slow in the morning when I'm up, he's up as well. And he wants to be my shadow and is under my feet, especially when I'm working out and exercising. Um, so I always, you know, built in some extra time to just love on him as well. So that's what I do in the morning. And then I start my day, right? I, you know, um, put on my makeup, get on my clothes, do whatever it is that I'm going to do for the day and, and, and get going. Um, and then in the evening time, I do the, the rest of my savers and I do more of some of the savers that I did earlier. So for instance, um, I will exercise. So I will spend a good, at least 30 minutes, 30 to 60 minutes doing some sort of exercise, um, because I want to do something that's going to be more, uh, more than just the, the brief, couple of minutes that I spent on my rebounder and on my vibration plate and so you know uh sometimes that is going to be uh you know some some yoga some lymphatic yoga which includes some deep breathing um I'll do that I will do I have a a um, subscription to Beachbody so I'll do like a Beachbody routine um you know I'll maybe do some like dancing um, again, Beachbody also has some like dance workout programs that I really love. I used to do jazzercise for years. I loved it. Um, I just found though getting to, you know, to the center sometimes was a little difficult as my schedule was, was changing. I am an entrepreneur, so my hours aren't, um, always as, uh, set. It works around my client's schedule, um, so uh, it was a little harder for me. So I just found, you know, online workouts where I could, you know, log in when it was more convenient for me at different times of the day was was more helpful. So I will do that. Um, I will also uh, do my reading in the evening time. So as I'm setting down, again, the idea is to have a routine that's going to help slow my body down. So I know like 
when you work out, you get your, you know, adrenaline going, right? You, 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 um, your body kind of revs up. But for me, it helps me to relax my body, right? It doesn't hype me up so much. It just brings me some, some calm and some peace into my life and, and some good stress relief too. Like, you know, if my day's been kind of hectic, it helps me to just, again, center myself. So I'll do the workouts first. Um, I will then get into like my reading, whatever I want my, my reading to be. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, so sometimes it is a book that I want to, to read to better myself, uh, you know, personally. So I do a lot of like self-help books, personal development books, um, every now and again too. I just don't even want to necessarily worry so much about that. I want to do something fun for me. So I'll pick a book that I'm interested in reading and I'll go ahead and I'll read that. And I'll set aside at least a half an hour to do that. Or I'll, I'll say like, I'm going to read 25 pages or 30 pages, but typically I spend about a half an hour, uh, you know, reading, reading my book. And then I will do my, my, uh, scribing. So my journaling. And so I keep a journal on my bedside and I actually break down my journal, like my entries into three different parts. So my first part is like how my day went, you know, like today, you know, this happened and this was, you know, a really positive thing that, that happened and, or this was this challenge that happened to me. Like I write like the highlights and the lowlights, like the main portions of my day. And then the second part of that are going to be the lessons that I learned and how I would do things differently in the future. So if, you know, something happened that I wasn't, I wasn't thrilled about or, or that, you know, that, that I felt I could do better, I'll write it out. Um, or if something happened that went really well and that made me feel really good or that helped somebody out or, or something that I learned, like a lesson that I learned that I want to remember, I'll write that down as well. Um, you know, again, there are lessons that I want to carry with me into the future. I'll write them down. And then finally, you know, I set my intentions for the next day. So, you know, and, and I also write my gratitude. So like, I'm grateful for whatever it was. Um, and my intention for tomorrow is whatever the intention is going to be. And the reason why I love to write down what I'm grateful for is because sometimes, uh, you could have a very challenging day and it can be difficult to find just even one thing to be grateful and positive about, but I find that it's so important. You need to, for me, I need to fill myself with, with gratitude and the more grateful I am, I find the better that my day is going to be, right? Because I'm, I'm going to focus on the positive things as opposed to focusing on the negative things. And there's always, always something to be grateful for, whether it is, you know, that I woke up <laughs> in the morning because not everybody does, right? So that's something to be grateful for. Um, that, you know, my legs were able to carry me up and down the stairs, you know, is something that for me is, is I'm very grateful for because I live in a home that has stairs and, you know, going up and down the stairs, having legs that support me, even though some days can, are harder, you know, sometimes my, I have major knee joint pain and issues. Um, I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for a body that still moves and that gets me to where I need to be and that helps support me and, you know, all these things. I'm grateful for family that loves me and cares for me and who sees my value and, and for clients that, you know, believe in me and trust in me and, you know, all these things. So I, 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 
I really believe that that writing that down, speaking that gratefulness out, being being aware of things that to be grateful for is important, as is setting the intention. Um, and uh, you know, so I set my intention uh, as I write, you know, in my journal, and even before I close my eyes to go to bed, I always say to myself you know, I'm going to have a great sleep. I'm going to have a very restful sleep and I'm going to, you know, X number of hours, whatever the time of the day of hours that I'll have of sleep is the ideal sleep time for me. Because honestly, sometimes like my evening gets away from me as much as I try to keep a routine. It doesn't always happen. Life happens, right? It's just what it is. You make the best of it. And there are times where I'll be wide awake not being able to sleep for whatever reason, I'll look at the clock and it's going to be like two in the morning. And if my alarm is set to go off at six, um, to wake up, my thought is like, oh my gosh, I'm only going to have four hours of sleep. Right. And that, that I'm sure you've, you've done this too, where you look at the clock and you're saying, oh my goodness, like four hours of sleep, I'm going to be exhausted. Um, and, and so I started like, remember looking the first time that I did this I was amazed that it worked I looked at the clock and said oh my gosh I have four hours of sleep you know before I have to wake up but they're going to be the best four hours of sleep and I literally out loud said I'm going to have a great sleep I'm going to have the most restful sleep I'm going to feel I'm going to wake up well rested and alert and four hours of sleep is the ideal amount of sleep it's going to be the perfect amount of sleep I'm going to have a great a great restful sleep and I went to bed and I woke up four hours later wide awake fully awake it was amazing to me like I felt really good now later in the day I was exhausted yes but that morning it was amazing so what you speak to yourself at night before you go to bed you will carry it into into your morning um also if FYI, if you're going through a surgery, I went through surgery years ago and, um, I was very anxious and I remember like as they were, as I was getting prepped on the table, I was having, um, a lumpectomy and I was having, it it had a benign tumor I removed from my left breast. And as they were getting me, you know, I was in the surgery room, um, operating room and they were prepping me. They had me, I was laying down on, you know, the bed and they had my arms stretched on either side. So it was like a T, but I, in my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, why do I feel like I'm being crucified? And I literally was saying this out loud to the two nurses and I was in the middle of the word crucified. And when I literally woke up, which was like a blink of an eye later, I was finishing my sentence. And that to me just tripped me out. Um, And again, is just more proof to me that the things that we think about and that we focus on before we go to sleep, we carry on into the morning. So think and focus on positive thoughts and you'll wake up with uh, positive thoughts as well. So those are my savers. I hope that, or that's my routine in the morning and in the evening and what I try to keep to. And again, I'm not 100%, you know, uh, 
able to do this all the time. Again, sometimes things happen. Sometimes I'm not feeling well. I have to give myself the grace that I'm not going to do it. Um, There are other, you know, things that pop up, you know, life happens. But for the most part, I do try to, to, to get into that routine. I try to stick with it. If I fall off the wagon, I try to get back on it. Um, but something to consider as you're trying to instill self-care um, routines and actions into your daily life. Um, Savers, The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod is a great uh, way uh, to help propel you into into um, these, these things. So uh, let me know if you read the book or if you've heard of the book. They're also like great Facebook uh, groups on it. You can also see different videos, how Elrod does really, he gives motivational speakers. He's a great speaker. He's a, you know, uh, such an inspiration to me as I, you know, go through my relationship uh, and my journey with, with lipedema. And I think that he could be uh, a great source of inspiration for you too. So enjoy your week. Uh, good luck with your self-care items. I hope that you're able to, to, take time each day to take care of yourself, um, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally and spiritually as well. Have a great week and I'll see you soon. Bye.